There and welcome to the 108th edition of the Michael vs. Jason Horrorcast featuring Billy, where we love to bicker, argue, and debate all things horror, especially one movie chosen at the end of each episode by the Devil's Wheel, so make sure you stay tuned for that. As always, I'm your host, Mike, and uh, it's, it's a two-man show this uh, week as Jason left us with a movie and then left us, so I'll introduce the second person of our crew, uh, Bill. What's going on? Yo, what's happening? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, so Jason gave us uh, Demons from 1985. And the j left us hanging. And then the j just is like, I'm not going to make this episode, so have at it. Yeah. What a... So... <laughs> what a... What a... What a, uh, what a handbag full of... Dick satchel or a dick satchel, whatever. A dick satchel. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say twat waffle douche canoe. We haven't used that term in a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, he he's a kumbai no show. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really good. Um, I don't know who we're gonna make fun of this week, Bill. Like this is. Uh, uh, we could always make fun of Jay. He's gonna listen. He's I mean, gonna that's be true. back, that's and true. he'll he'll just wanna beat us both up. But that's I, his problem, not ours. I guess. Uh, I'm curious to see. He didn't leave me with any information on uh, Demon, so we'll have to figure out how this goes. But for Oof. all our listeners out there, uh, yes, so the movie is from 1985. It's Demons. It's, uh, uh, I mean, for those that are new to the podcast, we will spoil the shit out of it. But, I mean, in our defense, it is like 40, almost 40 years old. So, yeah. Uh, you're either watching it or not watching it, really, at this point. Yeah, um, this one this one here, if you haven't watched it, you're going to have to wipe off a lot of dust just to get in touch with it. This is this is true. Um, uh, and then I also, I was the ultimate loser last week. Oh, yeah, that's so right. What did you I have had to watch? watch? So I had to watch a movie called Cat People um, from mm-hmm. 1982. So All right. I'll, I'll be delivering... Uh, you know my review of that here very shortly um plus all our uh, other you know highlights coming up here the rename game uh you know our rankings the darwin the low lights uh, <laughs> the low lights all all the good stuff uh coming up soon but before we get into that we always like to kick off the show with maybe maybe there's some other things over the last week we watched uh horror related uh bill so i guess i have to go last yeah. so what, well, what do you got well this week uh the wife wanted to like if you remember we were kind of watching stranger things and yes. we kind of came to a point where she was like man this is freaking me out so we kind of stopped well we picked up a little bit and watched a couple episodes of that so they were the what long season uh the last one okay, uh, okay. Uh, and she's even more freaked out. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if she'll be able to push forward or not. But I mean, so I spent probably about four hours watching older Stranger Things that, I, that it, yeah, I've seen already. So it's kind of so I didn't get a whole lot in, but I did catch a movie. It's a new one. It's on Netflix. It's called Troll. It's from 2022. Um, it's it's more of a thriller creature feature than anything else. Um, it is a Norwegian film that is dubbed. Uh, so you, it's not like you, you got to read any subtitles, though there are a couple here and there. Um, it is a good flick. And it, it gets to the point where there are some some points in this movie that it is, it's on the edge of your seat. Like, holy shit, I can't believe they're going down this path. It's a, it's, it's a good watch. But like I said, it's more... It's more in that thriller creature feature 
type scenario. Is, is this the one, I think I did watch, is this the mm-hmm. one where there's that like guy that lives in the trailer park who is like hunting the trolls or whatever? No, and then... no, 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 no. No, this is brand new. This this has just been released within the past month and a half. So maybe I'm thinking the old school troll uh, Yeah, this, this, has, this has nothing to do with the, the old troll series. Like Mike yeah, had me to yeah. watch Troll where it wasn't even any uh, trolls in it. Um, this one here, it's they start off. I'll, I'll give you the start off is they are they're blasting for a new tunnel for a train to you know cut through a mountain and so on and so forth. They ended up doing the blasting. They're going to check out the blasting, and all of a sudden, absolute chaos ensues, and there's people dying left and right. I mean, it's not like there's a lot of blood and guts death it's just you know a couple guys get eaten a couple guys get swatted away so on and so forth and then is it worth is it what what do you rake it Uh, rate i I give it i get it i give it a seven out of ten it's a it's a decent flick like i said you this is this is a creature feature it's it's not it's not intended to be a blood and guts i but it is a thriller and it has some very intense scenes in it I mean, it's just a, it's a decent, it's a decent watch. I mean, it, okay. for the hour and a half I put into it, I, I mean, I stay glued. I mean, it, it did not, uh, did not, you know, it did not lose my interest in it or at all. And with the ending, it lends credence to a sequel. Well, I am, um, uh, Intrigued. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm. I'm. In, I'm intrigued. I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to check it out. I saw like people were talking about like a new mm. troll. Like I, the movie that you're talking about, I didn't realize is on Netflix. Yeah, it's so. it's brand new. I mean, it was and it was one of those ones like, eh, let me see what happens. I I hit play. You give and, it a little bit of time. Yeah, and I I did not. I mean, I, I've been since it came out. I want to say it was two months ago. I was kind of kicking that can around. I was like, do I watch it? Do I not? Yesterday I got up and the way the way the day was planned out, I was like, well, I got a couple hours to kill. Let's watch this. So yeah, throw it in. Yeah. Yep. So other than that, that's that's about all I got. I was like I said, it was it was a Netflix and chill weekend for me. <laughs> I, I got a a couple that I'll talk about before cat people. Um one is um I watched it's it's a the new Christian Bale movie on Netflix, uh Pale Blue oh, Eye. I, I've I seen think that one, yeah. Called um I, I have a hard time watching Christian Bale movies. See, I, I, I'm it's it's hit or miss for me. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not real big on like period piece mm-hmm. movies. This is like uh, basically like Edgar Allan Poe is a um at his, like a military school and a cadet is murdered. Um, and you know it's kind of like a slow burn figuring out who did it, but then other people are dying. Right. Like, and it's one of these things And Christian Bale's kind of the old timey detective that's, you know, on the campus trying to figure it out. Uh, it's a definite slow burn. It's a good movie though. I liked mm-hmm. it. Um, it's got some cool, it goes in some different directions that I, you know, that, you know, keep you on the edge of your seat. But I mean, it's, it's still pretty. Yeah. Like dry dry yeah just stale slow burn drama mm-hmm. um i'd give it like like a five you know it's it's it was, for a certain type of person it, it was know? entertaining for you in the moment but it's not one of those ones you're gonna hey you gotta watch this yeah like i'm i'm not recommending it uh, a lot of places and it took me I, I want to say two or three watches to get through it. Like I watched 45 minutes here and then another day. So that's always, but it, it, some of that was, I just didn't allot the time. It's two hours. Yeah. No, you know, I got like you. 10 minutes long. Um, yeah. Usually when I, when I get those movies where I'm sitting there, where eh, I'll pick it up later. I usually don't. Cause it, yeah, it, I, it, it's usually a slow burn. That's hard to, hard to start wrapping the head around. This wasn't up. It's once again, it's not a bad movie and the acting's phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a lot of good stuff in it. It's just, eh, you know, uh, you almost got to watch it at like earlier. Like I always start movies sometimes late at night. And this is one that you can't because mm-hmm. it'll put you to sleep. And it's just because of the slow burn. Um, <laughs> not the movies. That's bad itself. Um, uh, another one I'll talk about. This is brand new to Shutter, And it's called Sorry About the Demon. 
So it just came out this I, last I, week. I, I saw I, it, it popped up on my, hey, you might want to check this out. So I, I, I got to tell you. So the premise of this is a family moves into a house and like there's a demon that lives there. So they decide to move out and rent it to somebody else so that the demon could take their soul and then they'll move back in. Um, <laughs> right. It's kind of funny. And then the guy that moves in is uh, it's. It's interesting. So I have to say, this is, it is a comedy whore. It's a comedy whore. Okay. Um, I think this is it's a dark comedy and then an outright comedy at times. I thought this was very funny. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's uh, it's definitely better for two thirds of the movie than one third of the movie, but it's still um, it's like it's like an hour and a half, hour and forty minutes long. So it's not like it's that. I think it's an hour and forty minutes. Um, gotcha. Uh, it's I mean. I, I think this is definitely worth the watch. It's on Shutter and it's free, so low barrier of entry. Well, I guess if you have Shutter, um, uh, I would. I mean, I'm in like a six, six and a half. So I mean, I'll probably go like a six and a half on this one. Um, it's it's funny. It's um, uh, so like I said, some parts are better than others, but it it definitely uh, leaves you wanting to watch it and it's worth the watch. I was not mad that I, that I, or as you would see, say the juices were, or the, yeah, the juices were the the squeeze. The juices were the squeeze. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, Uh, and I guess, so I, that's all I'll talk about this week on stuff, uh, except for I'll go into cat people. So first off, meow, first off, (laughs) Bill, it's exactly, um, uh, well, I'll give a synopsis real quick of the best of my ability, because this is a really weird movie. But uh, basically, there are certain people that are half human, half cat, and they basically like a werewolf. They can turn into a cat. But the only time they can turn into a cat is at, it sounds like after they have sex. So uh, they have to have sex to turn into a cat. The story is based around a brother and sister and the brother's trying to sleep with the sister because the parents were brother and sister. Um, while there's a veterinarian kind of guy that's trying to like save the day. I mean, it's, it's weird hodgepodge, but here are the names in this movie, Bill, the names, Malcolm McDowell, Ed Bagley, Jr. John Hurd, Annette Tool, Natasha Kinski, Jerry Bruckenheimer is the executive producer of this movie. I don't really think Jason did his research on what a headshot is supposed to be. On top of that, it features like uh, music by David Bowie, like original song by David wow. Bowie. Like it's one of these. Oh, uh, uh, John Larroquette is in it. Um, I mean, it is like a who's who of like nonstop people in this movie. Uh, it just made me laugh as I'm seeing like. Who's in it? Um, and you see Annette O'Toole naked too, which is, I mean, everybody's naked in this movie, including yeah. Malcolm McDowell and John Hurd. Uh, but uh, what year was the, this from again? Uh, 82. 82. Well, that, well that, that would explain why, uh, 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 what's his face, uh, was executive producer. He's like, ah, yeah, I'll throw a couple bucks to this I, one. What, what, what else you got? Yeah, I, I didn't look up the director. I bet you he's directed a lot. This seemed like kind of like a decent budget film. Um, I did look up. Or when I had to play it on the TV, it told me, uh, "What do you, what do you, what rating is a normal headshot when you want to deliver it to somebody? What do you look for?" Um, I, I usually look for something that's less than two and a half. So this was a six point two that he gave me. Wow. So um, I guess I just want to point all of this out. Now I'm not a six point two on this, but with everything I gave you, and this movie is like all nudity the entire time. I mean, it's it's a weird watch, but um, it's the only problem that I had with this movie is even for free, it's still a two hour movie, and I I don't know what's going on for a good hour of it. <laughs> was it was but, it on Tubi that you got commercials too? No, there were no commercials. Oh, thankfully, oh I found it without commercials, or that would have been that would have been the headshot. But uh, <laughs> I mean, the movie's not terrible. I would give it like a four. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but it's not a headshot. I mean, there's just too much talent, and the acting's good. And yeah. I mean, it's so, so Jay, Jay Brony missed the mark. 
He he did. I mean, once again, I'm watching the the uh the beginning credits, if that's what they're called. Yeah. Uh, uh, and <laughs> and I'm going. There's too many like high talent actors for this to be that bad of a movie. I got so. you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but then again, I look at it this way: Ed Bagley Jr. He hasn't really been in anything consistent in a long time. So I knew as soon as you said that name, that movie had to be from the '80s. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and it's early '80s, mm-hmm. um, and it feels every bit of early '80s. Um, uh, I would like to not see the father from Home Alone, John Hurt, uh, having <laughs> uh, sex with you know different people, but uh, but you get it, you know. Um, they all needed breakthrough roles. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. This was uh, this is what it was. But once again, I I, I do not think this is a win of the headshot. Um, it's not a good movie, but it's not it's not that bad. So for what it's worth, I, throw it out there. I anything uh, else you want to talk about? We got uh, the scream trailer came out this week. I have uh, not watched it. I've not I've uh, not seen it, and I'm not. I, I will have to definitely take a look at it. So I don't I don't like to watch trailers because I don't want to give anything away if I don't have to. I, I'm one of those guys. I, I I I like to dive in and check out trailers. Going all right, I can see where this is going. I want to, you know, I can't wait for this one to come out. You know, it, th- that's me though. I mean, I'm yeah. I've always been a trailer guy. You know, I, I always, you know, I walk into a theater and I see, you know, everybody's like, oh, there's 20 minutes of trailers. Like, I want to see the trailers. Because no, I, 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 I love. I want to see what's trailers. coming out. I want to see yeah, what's I, coming out. I love trailers at the movie theater. I don't like go intentionally and watch a trailer on youtube yeah. or something um because if i can avoid it i will when i'm in the movie theater i look forward to it yeah so i mean it's it, just there, there's been times where i mean heck i remember certain movies would come out i'll, I'll use star wars as an example um say I, i'll just use another secondary movie scream would be coming out and everybody knew that the new star wars trailer is going to be on the scream theater or the scream, you know, head into the movie. Mm-hmm. People would buy tickets just to see the trailer to see that movie. There's yep. some people that are out there that that's all they're into is like, okay, got to check out the trailer for the main feature, and then everybody get up and leave. I well, mean, that's that's stupid. I know, you I, know I know that, it, but, but yeah, but yeah, everybody wants that that big screen, you know, I feel guess. to it. So, I guess I, I saw one screenshot where Ghostface has a gun. And he's looking to shoot somebody. And I think that could be cool that they're giving Ghostface other weapons than a knife. Because um, this one takes place in New York and it's supposed to be a little oh, different. So different. Um, so we'll we'll see. And then there was the announcement. I haven't seen the original one yet, but Megan, there's a sequel coming out in 2025. It's called Megan 2.0. So uh, they've already, because uh, this one's so successful. Megan, so, when they with, uh, what do you call it, uh, Nicolas Cage? No, no, no. That's Mandy. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you, I mean, you should not be forget that name, Bill. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, no, Megan is that new doll movie, uh, the oh. Blumhouse. Uh, I actually, I really want to see it, but I just haven't yet. So, yeah, but, it is uh, what it is. So, but outside of that, I got nothing else. I guess we can. Uh, no. I know you're you're ready. My my, right. my my glass is empty here. Let's uh, get into the main feature. And now on with the show. So uh, as we previously discussed, uh, Jason was the victor last week, and he left us, Bill, uh, with Demons yeah. from 1985. Yeah, well, th- this whole episode, he's going to be known as Jay Brony from, from me. So, uh, Jay, how about you give us that 30-second synopsis? He's He's sucking with this synopsis here. Dude, that's about the worst one you've ever had, man. Actually, it. I think it's it's. It might be one of his better ones, Bill. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? You know, <laughs> I'll I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. So yeah, uh, we don't have a synopsis this week. I guess uh, real quick, some people get trapped in a movie theater. The there's a mask there. 
that's in the movie as well, and it turns people into demons and chaos ensues. Chaos <laughs> ensues. So yeah, I, I guess that's that's the synopsis. Um, that's from about thirty thousand feet, folks. <laughs> I, since uh, since I'm uh, I'm the host here, Bill, mm. I get to do this to you and say, tell me what's good <laughs> about this movie. Uh, for me, the best part of this one was the movie soundtrack. Uh, if you, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Dude, I mean, when you when they take off 12 different artists right in the, right in the beginning credits of the movie. I saw that right out the gate. Like, and I was like, uh-oh. From, okay. And not only that, for me, they're all that genre that I love. So, I mean, Billy Idol, Motley Crue, uh, except, you know, just the name. There was Rick few. Springfield I saw was one of the names yeah, there. But, it, but still, I mean, it was, it was crazy good uh, – soundtrack i mean and not only that is a couple of the songs that they pulled out i know with the the motley Crue song is that was one of those deep dives into the catalog of uh uh shot at the devil and i was like wow that's that's pretty impressive for me well you know? i mean 85 right so yeah. um i i do th- the the Billy Idol song they play is i want to say white wedding right yeah and it's in a car scene where a bunch of like punk people are just Hood driving looms. around and I was like, I <laughs> that song did not make I like the song, so it's just fine. But yeah. I was like, I think they could have went maybe a different building. Yeah, I, I I think uh with that one there it was just, you know, the because they showed a radio, they didn't show a cassette in it. So I think that's just what they happened to be playing as they were driving down the road. I I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um uh, yeah, th- I thought the music was good. Um I you know, we talked about Obviously, last week was the remake or the prequel of the thing. Yeah, but I think this is for 1985. the The practical effects in this movie are not terrible. Um, we'll get uh, back to that. Okay, so Bill does not like the. Pra- <laughs> Let me give you a couple that like um, the pulsating looks a little wonky, but like the fingernail effects and the teeth when the teeth are it, falling out of uh, there's there, uh, there's certain effects, and I, that one there wasn't too bad. And I I I did like when I can't think of her name the 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 girl with the 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 dread no, I wouldn't say dreadlocks cornrows. She she's the one that gets nicked on the face first, yeah, first. And it's we'll say about forty five minutes into the movie where. The one girl is in like the storage room and this girl spots her and she reaches a hand in and pulls her scalp off. To yep, me, I, I literally have it written down. Lady scalp pull yeah, off. Yeah, that to me that was to me that was probably one of the best effects in that one and it, it worked well. Um and I and I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I also think like that weird metal half metal face guy. Yeah, uh, when he gets his face shoved, his eye through the pole. <clears throat> oh, through the re- like the that. rebar. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, that's a cool scene. Um, so I think there's uh, some really good special effects that kind of uh, come through. Even uh, the the creepy uh, Rick James looking lady. Uh, she, <laughs> she does look creepy, you know, yeah. when she goes full demon, I think they do a really good job in the face with that. Yeah. That, that one wasn't too bad. Um, one of the things I, I do, I do appreciate, and we've seen this in, in, in multiple movies is this one is life imitating art because they have what's on the screen and it's actually happening in the theater. And I thought that's all to me, that's always been a cool concept. It's like, okay, they're, they're actually, it's paralleling, you know, either like what's on TV, what's on the movie screen, what's in a newspaper, you know, that's Mm -hmm. part of the movie. I do like that concept. I like how that rolls. Yeah. I, and to be honest with you, I can't think of a movie. So it's like meta, right? Like, I think that's, uh, I, I can't think of a movie that really did that before. Like, yeah. 1985 so it's great and i know there's like a daria argento movie but he didn't direct this he he was like the producer and i think he wrote this um so i think this was um i thought that was pretty cool though i was honestly i had that written down too bill of like the the it's like a film within a film Mm -hmm. um as it's happening and i just thought it was really clever and creative how they do that and even the scene where the girl 
goes through the the movie screen like she's screaming in the back yeah um behind the screen and like people in the crowd are like i think that sounds like a real scream there was like the the one girl and then she kind of like falls through um yeah that that was it was it's kind of like the movie's coming to life like it's how it's coming at you yeah so you just mentioned this one was directed by Lamberto Bava uh, in in uh, Dardano Sacchetti or Sacchetti is the original story, and Dario Argento is, wrote the screenplay along with gotcha. the, and it's his, so basically and he re yeah, did he, the, yeah yeah made it he he translated it from the book into the the screenplay basically with others as it says. Um, what do you think about like this? This is another one of those movies, as it should be. It's the heart of 85, but it's an 80s time capsule mm-hmm. uh, film. Like, you really feel the 80s vibe right out oh, the yeah. gates. Oh, yeah. This, there, there's there's a lot of 80s, you know, feel to this one. Um, <laughs> I mentioned already. Soundtrack. Uh, the clothes of... I saw several payphones, the the vending machines. Yeah, the the, the hair, the mm-hmm. everything about this movie um, was the, was though you very do the, though you do mention hair in the very opening scene when it has Cheryl is rolling through. Uh, you know, she's on the what do you call it the 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 tram, the subway, the, the subway, thing subway. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go subway. Um, the funny thing is, is I saw several people with the colored hair. Um, funny, that's standard standard uh features on people <laughs> nowadays because the, the one girl had hot pink hair and i'm like you know what i was just out with mandy yesterday and saw somebody with hot pink hair just like that not as poofy but you know yeah back then it was more like you're a punk oh yeah you, you were know, a punker if you're wearing the, the pink yeah, hair it's, it's green something hair, like that something now like that. it's kind of like you're 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 you you know what i yeah. mean like everybody just it's does, expression yeah. mm-hmm. yep uh what else you got um well i got i i uh, I did like the one line in this, uh, and this is I'm giving my uh, I'm I'm giving my Einstein to just I like this line. Um, uh, they said Nostradamus sounds like a rap group in the movie. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was a band, not a rap group, but it, 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 I, it, I do it, I did like that. Um, she goes Nostradamus. Actually, my that sounds like a rap group. <laughs> I was like that's <laughs> that. I don't know why. That's just um, it made me laugh and write that down. And now that it is like, it, it, I I can't argue that because back in the eighties, you know, there was there was a lot of strange, uh, just band names coming out. It didn't even have to be rap; it could have been you know punk, mm-hmm. alternative, rock and roll. But there was a lot of strange names coming out back then. Um, now my Einstein goes to uh, uh, got a uh, can't think of their names. Uh, hot dog. Uh, hold on, I got them written down here. Hot Dog Tony uh, and uh, everybody else that's in that car, uh, Rosemary and and stuff like that. All the punk, the the, the, the four, yeah, the four, the four people that stole the car. They're passing around the Coke can with a straw in it, <laughs> and my Einstein goes to the fact that Coke was actual Coke. Was actually Coke. <laughs> well, yeah. You know they 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 do it twice in this movie. I was like. Were they were, at first? I thought they were sponsored by Coke until it was actual Coke in the Coke, and I'm like, "There's no way Coke approved that." Yeah. But like, even when they're at the movie, the girls drinking the Coke and they zoom in on the Coke. Yeah. And then later they zoom in on the Coke when they're all in the car and they're sniffing it, and I'm like, "Are they sniffing yeah. actual Coca Cola? Because it used to be yeah. made with Coke." You oh know? yeah, like, no, I get, I get that, and then I, it just. But I thought that was quite original. I mean, that was that was that put some serious forethought into something, you know, off the wall, different and funny, you know. That, yeah. that, but that that's my Darwin. Be, I mean, not Darwin Einstein because it's just funny. I mean, it, it, it was, worked. It, it was, worked. It was very funny. It worked. And then they drop it, and he makes them like you got to pick up every bit of that, every little bit. Yes. Um, and then that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's all I have. Yeah, yeah I was going to say my my next uh, next one for the good was uh, the the ending credits rolled. <laughs> I thought you were going to give me a transition, but oh, maybe that there, is a there, transition. There, well, it is a transition, you know. <laughs> um, um, go ahead. What? So uh, let me just start off the bad. Um, I mean, and I got I got a decent amount of bad here, but they're all kind of like some are just nitpicks. But the acting and line delivery in this Oof. movie are atrocious. 
There like, was there atrocious. was no there were no timing whatsoever. I mean, everything about this, I was like, uh, and I want to say one of the leads, I think has the last name Argento. So maybe like that's the daughter <laughs> of Dar. But uh, yeah, the acting was just bad and how they would deliver lines and just say them. It was so bad. Uh, I, I, at times it felt like it was intentionally bad. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. I get it. All right. I guess I do have a transitional. Um, like, like I said, I did like the aspect of the life imitating art. This one, I mean, it did okay, but it didn't do it. It wasn't the best job they could have done. I mean, there there, there are certain aspects of it, and it's just kind of one of those ones like, man, they, they could have went so so many different places with this and, and did so much better with it. Yeah, like, it, it, I mean, I don't like, I, I'm with you. I like the beginning of, I won't even say the beginning. I like of where they're going in the theater with this, mm-hmm. of like how it's coming to life. And then it becomes stagnant of what they do with the characters. Yeah, I dude, this, the start of this one was super boring and super slow burn. I mean, it took a long time to get to the point where, um, Rick James girl, <laughs> um, she put on that mask and cut her face. It it I, took, it took so long to get to that point. That was, that was almost 35, 40 minutes into the movie before that even yeah. happened. Yeah. They waste a lot. And, and even the beginning scene, um, these ladies that get the movie tickets or whatever, yeah. they act like they've never been to the movies before. Yeah. They're like. Well, uh, you know, like they're uh, the way they're talking about, like, what do we do and where do we go and like mm-hmm. all these, and it's just like, ha- have you never been to a like? It's a movie. It's not anything other than that. And the el- eclectic mix of people that go into this theater, yeah, uh, that that's that's weird. What, I mean, because I look at this theater as man, it's an artsy fartsy place. You know, this is all you know. It's all clean, this and that. You're you're expecting to see. I mean, for a theater that's set up like that, um, we in Cleveland we have the, what we call the Cedar Lee. It's more of a artsy type film place, and that's how they prepared this one. And I don't get why a place like that would be showing a horror movie. Yeah, you know that, that that's my opinion. Well, um, they also alluded to like that this theater wasn't around before, almost like it was like like mythical and just popped up. But if that's the case, like they allude to it, but they never like say it. And like nobody from the outside really thinks it's weird. But like the fact that you have like, you have like a guy with like basically two of his prostitutes in there. You have like, why is there a blind guy at this movie? And then it's one of the weirdest things. There's a blind guy at the movie and he brings a girl along to explain to him what's going, his daughter who then starts her boyfriend shows up. Starts, her boyfriend shows up and basically just takes her and starts like basically banging her in like a room right behind where the dad's sitting. Yep, behind the, the dad's, the dad's trying to get the movie explained to him. Like it was so weird. Like what the fuck is the point of? Yeah. That? Like what is the point of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I mean, I get to a degree, I get and understand that because I mean, I've, I've known some friends that have impaired vision they go to the movies just like us and they take somebody that explains stuff to them i mean now it's a little bit easier with the uh, uh um modern technology where you can pop an earbud in and you know the phone will translate what's happening as the movie's going on to special programming and a phone but you know i get what you are saying so yeah i, I it was just it was weird to me it um was weird now one of the things that drove me up a wall is you get to a point um, and this is all the theater is Rick James girl gets a uh, cut. And then from that point on for about 20 minutes, the amount of women screaming in this film got extremely yeah. annoying. And I'm like, I had Mandy watching with me, watching with me. This is about the point that she got up and said, I can't take any more of this. Shit. Yeah. It gives you a headache. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, and I, and I was like, 
Yeah, I know, but I got to finish watching it. That's part of the that's part of the homework. You know, this is one I this is one I kind of saved. It's like maybe she might watch with me. Um, and the more and more I bring her uh, movies to watch, she doesn't want to watch with me anymore. <laughs> well, because they're like this. Yeah. So I didn't understand the point of them. They go to like the the, the upper balcony of this movie theater, and then they spend time just ripping up the chairs to just throw them. In an area. And then here's, I guess, my Darwin. They take the chairs and they bang on the wall. But realistically, if they're in the top part of this balcony on the inside of a movie theater, which who would hear Uh the banging on the wall? All right. You couldn't hear it from the outside. It's a fucking cement building. All right. I've, you said Darwin. Dude, I, I, the rest of my list could be listed as Darwin's, literally. Um, we're going to go back to uh, Tommy, Nina, and Hot Dog, and whatever the third guy's name was. Um, to me, they really didn't need to be part of this movie. I mean, I mean, what point did they serve in this movie? I, I, I wrote down it was a weird way to bring new characters in midway through a movie to do nothing with them. Uh, yeah. That the, my line, my, my written text literally says this, they really didn't help the plot of the movie move forward. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, cause they keep going back to them in the car, which has nothing to do. So you're just wasting plot mm-hmm. of them doing drugs in a car for nothing. Yeah. And um, then they get in the theater and they don't help. They don't hurt. They don't, you know, like nothing, yeah. nothing. I, it's not like one of them's the hero of the day and ends up like saving everything. Yeah, I mean, they it, all just die. They all end up dead. Um, explain to me how, where, and why the helicopter just drops through the ceiling of this theater. So, what I I understand. I uh, uh, the that part of it, all the how, where, and why was answered during the ending credits. When uh, I get to look at the names here, um, when George and Cheryl are picked up by the, the, the father, daughter and son that are in the Jeep that, oh, I guess one of the people that were in the theater had escaped the theater. Well, no, that's and- what happened. Remember, the guy, the blind guy gets out and yeah. then he attacks the. So, like, I mean, I guess that's what happens with those four getting into the theater yeah. that that door opens. But so I knew that that's what had happened. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, but how could it happen that fast? Though? Yeah, that, like that I was mean, one of my things. Even when they get out at the end, the world turned to shit. In less and, than like they were only in there hours. for a couple hours. Yeah, two to yeah, four like, hours. How, how, so the whole world turned to shit. And yeah. uh, somebody, how could the guy that's already in the sky? If he's already in the helicopter, how did that fall out the yeah. air? You know what I mean. And, so, and, yeah, and how gonna... did and how did it have a how did yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, the winch? You know how Cheryl and uh, uh, George George got out. Uh, they had the winch and all that, and how the how the fact that you know George knew how to use all that stuff to the the to get out. Yeah, he turned into MacGyver real yeah. quick uh, from a guy that didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. To... Um. And then uh, another one uh, that I got, where was it? Uh, what I thought was really funny. This is this is the one that I list as my Darwin. Um, Tony. Early in the movie, he was the voice of reason. <laughs> I mean. I, was how, he the pimp? Yeah, was he, he was the, the he was the pimp. I, he, how he was the voice of reason in the beginning of the movie. It's like, I, I, I don't know. It just it was, he was just the loudest. Yeah, I, I don't know if his voice of reason. He was just the loudest in the room. Yeah, I, but it, it is what it is. Um, I didn't like the motorcycle samurai shit. Where it's the same thing that you were just discussing. Like, I think it's George is on the motorcycle mm-hmm. with the samurai sword. Mm-hmm. Just all of a sudden, now he's a fucking evil Knievel. Yeah, and he can just motorcycle all around and chop everybody's heads off as he's riding around in a motorcycle in a movie theater. Yep. Um. Okay, <laughs> like By the that way, whole even beginning, like the the motorcycle, the mask, the everything, that doesn't even make sense. Being in the like the 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 aisle way, um, going into the movie. Yeah, but I, uh, to me, it does because I've I've been at I've been to a couple of like movie premieres where they have 
movie props, movie props and stuff, props and stuff set up in the theater. Like I, I did. Um, it was a big, it was a big deal. I won tickets to one of the radio stations one day for um, the sequel to Major League, Major League Two. It was at the the Cleveland Playhouse Square. Don't date yourself, Bill. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they had they had multiple multiple actors there from the movie, and they had uh, uh, just different props and stuff like yeah, that. They, but to go but in. then they should have tied it and had the motorcycle and samurai sword in the movie at the beginning. Yeah. Because you don't see that, so then the those props don't make sense. The mask makes perfect sense, yeah. but those other props don't make any sense. Yeah. So I mean, it just it. But like I said, it it, it made it made sense to me. That was that was not a not a uh, a bad one. Um, now you you had brought up the effects, and I what I did is I took okay, we've got demons. I'll take and. There's there's a whole plethora of movies from that era, right around 84, 85, 86. Uh we'll take I'll take Nightmare on Elm Street. Same same general time frame. Um the effects in Nightmare versus the effects in Demons held up better with time than the effects here in Demons. I mean, I'm not saying that they were bad. It just you can see in see and tell how dated they were um uh one of my one of the ones that i thought was a little bit ridiculous was uh the green foam yeah i but you know like even in fright night and things like that you get the same like weird green yeah uh, and it's it it it, to me it got it's as my comment literally here they gotta find it here in my notes um um uh, what i do it i can't find my that on my notes it basically in in that time frame back i mean because to me back in the 80s you know you, you had some of these movies that were just a little bit off the 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 mainstream Opposed to you know the nightmares, uh, mm-hmm. the Fridays, the, the Halloweens. When it came to some of these movies, I started steer in, in the eighties. I started steering clear of some of the horror movies because of the lackluster special effects and stuff like that. And that, I mean, this is this was one of those ones. I think I I think I saw back in the day, and it was like, eh, okay, I'll, I'll steer. You know, I started steering clear of some of them unless they were. They were bigger name horror movies back in the day. Yeah, but I, I gotta say, for like 1985, like a B movie type deal, like mm-hmm. this feels right in line with everything. Like I said, there's I the the metal guy's face. You can kind of see like it felt like the makeup around the metal yeah. and the pulsating at times looked a little cheesy. But outside of that, I yeah. thought I even thought the movie theater looked good. I thought like everything no, kind of looked uh, looked good. Um, now I will say the, the one, the one special effect that I thought was more funny than scary or even anything is when the demon crawled out of Kathy's back. (laughs) I, I, that one was just, that was just funny and bad. But I I thought, I thought it looked all right. It's just, yeah, she's like, she's like on all fours basically. And it comes out the top of her back. Yeah. Well, it, it looks to me the, the I guess the reason why this particular one drove me nuts is it's crawling dr- straight out of her back. It'd be like somebody crawling through um you know you open up the attic, you're crawling into the attic and you could see the body you know see the person climbing out you know from yeah. in the attic you could see the person crawling out where you look at the demon and go, well, wouldn't it be better if she he they kind of like overlaid where the back ripped open and he kind of stands up from her body from the same position. That to me would have made more sense instead of like making it look like he's crawling out of the attic. It's mythical, Bill. It's it's a demon. I. (laughs) It's not. I mean, I I don't disagree with you, but like it's just it's mythical. Yeah. Yeah. So, well. For me, at this point, my tapeth has run dry. I don't know how much more bad you got. I, I, I just got one thing, one thing, and that's 
what was the point of the metal face guy? Like, what is his point in this whole thing? Good question. I, I that one I haven't kicked the kicked the can around on Shit, yet. Like, I just I just don't understand what purpose he served. In I this mean, movie. I I look at it, you know, from the beginning part of it is all right. You know, he's dre- he's dressed with you know the 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 tin stuff on his face. You know, they as hey, he's part of the theater. He's handing out the free movie pass. I get that, but then he's then he still has it on and yeah but i i i, I, I got the to the per- belief that get- that wasn't makeup that was actually his yeah. face and that's why when somebody said cool costume he kind of smirked a little bit because it wasn't a costume but then how who why? is he to this theater because yeah he comes back at the helicopter scene yeah and they kill him real quick and then that's it yeah uh, so i good question that's a good one yeah, I, I don't know on that one. So, all right. Well, um, I so I guess both of us are out, which uh, that means it's time to rate this bitch. Let's rate it. You don't know what death is. Here at the MVJ Horrorcast, we like to use a 1 to 10 rating system, with 1 being the worst movie ever and 10 being a cinematic masterpiece. We like to rate on kills, effects slash gore, scare factor, story, and then we'll give it an overall score. Um, Bill, I guess I'll just have you start. So what do you got on kills? Um, On kills, uh, Jay's going to be like, what the fuck? Um, I give this one a 3 out of 10. This one was ended up being quantity versus quality, and yeah, there were a lot of de- a lot of deaths, you know. So I, g- I give them the the three on it. The quality of the deaths to me were not there. I, I'm a little higher than you, not much. I'm a four out of ten. Um, I thought it did enough. Like it's it's below average, like you said. Like a lot of the deaths are like meh. Um, but there's enough in there, like the, the scout being pulled off of the lady when she dies, the, mm-hmm. uh, helicopter blades chopping some people up. Like there's a, uh, the, the metal guy getting his face smashed in the pole. Like there's enough deaths that I can remember and go back to that, yeah. you know, just allows it to be a four for me. Alrighty. Um, um so that takes us to effects slash gore. So I'm probably higher than you on this one. I gave this a six here. Um, for 1985, I thought that like we talked about it earlier. I thought the effects looked pretty good. Um, uh, the gore, eh, you know what I mean at at times, but I thought the effects were decent. I, uh, what do you got? Um, I'm at a four out of ten. Um, and I mean, you made the comment, and I'm I'm actually using the same comment, but in a different context. Um, to me, these weren't good compared to mo- other movies of the time frame. That's my opinion. That's fair. I mean, it's fair. Um, so that, what do you got for scare? Uh, two out of ten because I didn't find this one scary at all. There was no jump scares. There were, you know, it. it I mean, heck, the 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 art on the screen I think was better than the than what right. was happening in real life. I I give it. I, I'm a, I'm dead dead on with you two out of ten um i think there are moments where like the faces are kind of creepy mm-hmm. uh nothing scary but just a little bit creepy in the scene i think it's the i don't remember i i think it's the when the girl she comes through the screen or whatever and her teeth start falling out and her fingernails and yeah. stuff like that that's creepy um uh it was creepy to me so but outside of that yeah there's nothing more that really kind of pumps that up there's nothing. So we're both twos here, uh, which takes us the story and back to me. So I give this one a five and a half on story. Uh, there's a lot of problems with this story uh, that you and I have discussed. But what I can't get over where I give it just a, honestly a huge bump is what we talked about. This, the movie within a movie, mm-hmm. even though they, I think they fumbled the bag on it. Um, I still think. To be that uh, aware at that time, woke as the kids say, uh, I I think it's worth uh, a little uh, over average. Dude, you must be reading my notes. Um, I'm at a five out of ten on this one, and literally my note reads: the concept of the life imitating art is it's a decent idea. They just didn't capitalize on it. 
I thought I was going to be much higher than you on that, so that's funny. No, it, um, it, it, but I I like that concept. I, I would like to see some more movies like this do that. You know, there is a Demons too. Uh, that's not that go there. I I well I, I didn't watch it. I have no clue. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so that takes us to overall score. Um, my overall is a five. Um, I'm not overly high on it. I'm not overly. I'm not like this is not one. Um, for Jason's movies that I'm mad I watched it. It wasn't like this. Ah, Same here. Same here. Um, I'm at a. I'm on. I myself in a four out of ten. I mean, it's. It's not a great movie. It's not a super bad movie. It's just there. I mean, to me, (laughs) right? It's it's just there. Yeah. I mean, to me, this is one of those ones. Is is you know, in the mid '80s, man, they they were pumping out horror flicks like this. All the time, so I mean, there was not to me. There was nothing special about this one. It just kind of fell into that average category. Yeah, yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. So that's, I mean, a five and a four. Where does that kind of put us? All right, uh, according to IMDb, they have 24,000 plus reviews. They're at a 6.5 out of 10. Oh wow! Uh, keep oh wow in here. Um, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the tomato meter, which would be our direct peers, uh, have it at a 6.4 out of 10, and that's out of 11 reviews. The audience meter puts it at a 6.5 out of 10, and that's out of 10,000 plus reviews. So we are drastically lower. Yep. In this. Yeah. I'm, I, I, after watch, I mean, I mean, the, the, with IMDb, that is the international movie database. So, um, that it's people around the world. I mean, this, this is a foreign film technically. Um, if you, if you look, if you're watching the credits and stuff like that, I mean, this is, this is well, Dario Argento. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I mean, it is what it is. So what, where would you give it? Thumbs up? Uh, no, nah, I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. I mean, it's, I'm not recommending it for anybody, but I'm not saying it doesn't have its own merits. If 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 you understand what I'm where I'm going with that one, I mean, it, yeah, it, like, I, I'm thumbs up on this. Actually, believe it or not, um, and I'm thumbs up as in I'm not going to recommend this to people, but I'm thumbs up as in uh, this is like, and for like who I'd recommend it to, like this is typical '80s. You know, yeah, dumb and I got horror, and I think a lot of people like '80s dumb horror. And uh, I, I mean, uh, I we, we know who uh, Jay Brony <laughs> follows around. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised we waited 108 episodes for him to put this on here. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's I, I, once again, my rating was a five, and if I'm a five, so if I'm average, I feel like a lot of times it is a thumbs up for me. Yeah, like, I'm not below average on it. Um, but I'm not, if somebody's like, Hey, I'm looking for movies to watch. I'm not going to be like, listen, go check out demons. That will not come up. If somebody's <laughs> like, what's an eighties, what's an obscure eighties horror film that's out there that you've seen that, you know, I might be like, all right, well, I mean, demons. Go yeah. check I don't know. That I, I'd agree with you in that aspect. I'm, I'm not, this is, I mean, I'm not going to recommend it to anybody, but I'm not going to, I'm also not going to say, don't watch this one. You know, it's just to me, it's just one of those ones. It's, you know, like you said, for me, I, I look at it is the people that like the typical lady horror movies. You know, that's kind of what they're going to get with this one. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, that takes us to our rename portion of events. Now that we've watched this, if we could rename it anything, what would we rename it? Um, Jason should be uh, judging this, but he's not. So we'll just throw out some renames and see what we like here. So, Bill. Uh, what are your renames? Um, I got four of them, and I thought of one. One of these four actually came from our conversation that we were we've just been having. Um, but I'll kick them off with the three that I had. Um, the first one was the zit from hell. <laughs> um, green slimed. Uh, George of the concrete demon jungle, and then the one that I came up with through the conversation, MacGyver George. MacGyver, okay, all right. I only had two. Um, my first one is the night Rick James goes crazy, um, or I'm sorry, the night Rick James went crazy, uh, and then it's only a movie. That's the only two I have. So um, I like my Rick James one, and I like your uh, George of the Concrete 
Demon so, Jungle. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. That's, with, uh, uh, very good. We will, we so, will, we will tie with those two right there because I, I like I, those. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, well, that puts uh, a little bow on the the demons, a dirty um, little and they bow. can go back into their movie theater. And now it's time to look ahead to next week and uh, take a ride on the devil's wheel. The devil's wheel. So for our Devil's Wheel portion of events, what we each do is we take three movies, we put it on the wheel, we spin it, whatever it lands on, and that is the movie we watch the following week. Very easy uh, scenario there. But before we can spin the wheel, we need to know what's on the wheel. So uh, Jason's not here, but he did give me his three movies. So we'll start with him because he's the only one obligated to make a change. Um, and he kept two of the same on there. So Friday the 13th, part seven is still on there. Uh, the Stuff. I think both of those are mid-80s. And then he added a movie I've never heard of here, but it is uh, Night School from 1981. I've heard so, of it. I forget now which one that one is. Yeah, I, I, uh, I haven't looked it up or anything, but that is his uh, new movie. Bill, what uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I've got uh, – I did I did one change. Uh, I took off Buffy and threw on Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Uh, I still have Idle Hands from 1999 on there and Mayhem from 2017. All right, and I'm keeping my three movies rolling here. So Hatchet, the original one from, I don't <clears throat> uh, early 2000s, American Psycho, and um, Elliot, my man, you're going to win at some point in time. Event Horizon still on there as our listener request. So all that's left to do. Spin that wheel, DJ. All right. Let's see how this goes. Dum, dum, dum. All right. It was one click away from actually landing on uh, Event Horizon, but it did not make it there. But it did make it. The Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That's a movie I've never seen before. It's so. it's a fun movie. Alrighty. And that, by the way, I've got the totals back up and running again. Um, that win puts me at 36. You stand at 38. And Jay is in the bottom at 35. Because we were tied. Uh, that la- This... Oh, because um, he, he tied you on the last yes, one. Yes, he tied us on, tied me on the last one. So we, I mean, we're all right right in the same wheelhouse at this point. So when is uh? Ch- ch- I'm looking up Abraham. I believe it's uh, it's within the past ten years. If I could spell uh, Abraham <laughs> Lincoln, apparently, all right, 2012. Yeah, is uh, that way. I've oh, never. Damn, seen it's so eleven years. Oh, bitch. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, some of our theme music for the show is yes. from uh, very much movie. so. Um, so we will uh, uh, we will be reconvening same bat time, same bat channel next week to talk about the little uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, vampire hunter. Yep. Uh, but but now we gotta uh, spin the losers wheel uh, to see who technically. Is going to be eating whatever movie you give them here. I made it extra long this week. Extra uh, long. Bill, I'm the new you. Uh, so <laughs> what's, uh, what am I forced to watch? <laughs> This um, I get mad because Jason's off. And like, yeah, you know, I know. Like, I, if, I, like I, if I would have won, it would be automatically him. And I, I, no, I, I, you, I, you. I was hoping it was going to land on my name or Jay Brony's name. Um, but I'm sorry to say, uh, <laughs> you are watching. You're, <laughs> you're watching. I gotta, I'm going to pull up the year 2013's Unlucky Charms. <laughs> Unlucky Charms. Yep. Uh, is this a uh, to be freebie thing? It's a freebie movie. Here you go. That that's that's the movie cover. All right, Bill showing me the movie. Okay, well, um, all right. Uh, I mean, I, I 
I'd preferably not have to watch this movie, but that's fine. I will go in uh, two movies I have not seen before, Abraham Lincoln. Maybe I'll just combine them and I'll watch Abraham Lincoln, Unlucky Charm Hunter. A little feature. Um, it'll, it'll be, yeah, all in one. Ugh. I hate when he gets off the hook for not showing up to the podcast. Yeah, same here. I understand that. <sighs> so, uh, I, I mean, yeah. So, uh, anybody that's out there, if you want to watch it with me, Unlucky Charms from uh, 2013. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that's the show. I mean, pretty easy in a nutshell here. Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, I'm glad we're out of the 80s. I've always wanted to see Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It's just, it's one of those ones that, like, I just, I have to be forced, I think, to watch it. So, here you uh, go. Here's your force. Here, here we here we are. Yes. Uh, hey, I mean, it, it, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. It, it's, it's one of those ones. I mean, if I, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have put, put it on the wheel. So, well, you would have put it on maybe a different wheel, but yes. Yes. At, uh, but, uh, uh so yeah, we're uh, that's what we're that's the road we are walking down. All right, uh, I I mean I really don't have too much extra to to throw in this week. Um, so uh, take us home, Bill. Uh, well, we got demons is in the rearview mirror. We're looking at Abraham Lincoln uh, Vampire Hunter. Uh, can't wait to check that one out. And uh, for the rest of us, uh, remember you guys can follow us on Facebook at MVJ Horror. Uh, the Instagram at MVJ Horcast, the Twitter or the Twata at MVJ Hor. Better yet, hit us up on all three. We'd love to have the followers. Just as importantly, we can be reached to our email at MVJ Horcast at yahoo.com, uh, where you can give us suggestions for the Devil's Wheel, the headshot, um, or whatever else you want to throw at us. Uh, Mikey, got anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. Jay Brony, how about you? All right, yeah, let's so tag it and bag it. <laughs> <laughs>